And instead of a shopper running around and getting you everything, you have a giant warehouse that just has like all your groceries. And there's like a robot that will go and get things and, and put them into bags. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Teen Finance Podcast. Happy Halloween. We're recording this on Halloween. That's why you want to see my costumes? Go with this. <laughs> uh, I'm Jake from State Farm. No. Jake. I, I guess I am. I am wearing khakis. Do you have the earpiece with you? Oh, we have headphones on. But I can like. Look at that. Everybody on video. You can see Sam's wonderful costume. Today, we're going to be talking about enough a, a little bit of Halloween stuff. That's where we're going to start out talking about uh, Spirit Halloween, other seasonal businesses, and then we'll hop into some Minnow Tank. It'll just be like a little fun episode. You know, we've got to keep it fun for the holidays and everything. But yeah. Um, so. How much money do you think Spirit Halloween makes? I just want, I just want to get a guess, you know. Um, like, like total, a year, which is basically like a during year, Halloween because yeah. that's their, yeah, yeah. their season. That's true. Um, I feel like three hundred mil because I feel like Amazon and mm-hmm. you know, like all the online yeah. things are probably taking them out a fair bit. The revenue isn't public, but it's estimated to be a billion dollars. No. A billion dollars <laughs> operating, you know, you know, Spirit, how they, they do it. So, I mean, Spirit Halloween, they're not open all year, right? They're open like no. maybe, yeah. I don't know, three months. It depends. They're they're lengthening the amount of time. But um, yeah, probably like three. Their business model is actually pretty interesting. So Spirit, you'll see them. They'll just pop up overnight. One one night, they'll be like no spirit in your, in your town. And the next day, they'll be there completely set up. So what they do is they just find... Any old like department store that's huge that is just not doesn't have any tenant. So then they go to the people that own it and they're like, hey, we'll pay you this much for this much time. And realistically, they're not going to find a long term tenant in that amount of time. And most of the deals, how they work is if they do find a long term tenant in the time that spirit is there, spirit will just dip. They'll get they'll get out. So that makes it really easy for these places to just accept this deal because you know, having making some money is better than making no money. So Spirit will just roll in the town. They'll set up shop. They'll be open for a little while. They'll h- hire seasonal employees, you know, teenagers who just like need money. So they'll just work at Spirit. And then they walk out with a billion dollars in sales, probably around 250 million in revenue. I mean, in, in profit. Mm. Sorry. So wow. I think that these types of seasonal businesses, um, can be cash cows. We've talked about the other one that we've talked about in the past is fireworks and like how you can set that up. And that's, that's like, um, a very extreme version of the seasonal store. Cause for those who are literally open two weeks out of the whole year, all those stands, um, Halloween people get their stuff more in advance. So it ends up being like a couple months, but same general idea. And I'm gonna say, what other holidays do you think could have some sort of like seasonal thing like this like i'm wondering if this could exist um for like christmas and stuff like that um i know maybe in like the capacity of some like entertainment like how there's a haunted houses that pop up during halloween what if there's like some winter wonderland thing that was like showed up in just like an empty mall thing that if you can make it cool i'm sure that like at least like little kids like parents would take them there and stuff yeah, because I know there's um there's like seasonal Christmas stores, you know, like yeah. just toy stores. Have, 
You know what I'm talking about? Like, I think in Armal, they have one. So I think yeah, yeah, they do. They pop they, up. They open yeah. up, like, everywhere. Um, what what else? I was thinking about Spirit, though. Oh, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So I thought about Spirit really quick. Is that their profit margins are probably so high on all their products because they're just, like, cheap, like, it's just cheap cost, costume. Like, yeah. Like, they're not... Nothing's high quality there. And when people are... I don't know. I know for myself at least like i don't get my halloween i got i literally got my halloween costume i had a party to go to at like 6 30 i got my i i threw this together at 4 30 so i don't know i get my stuff last minute and when you're doing that if you're spirit and you're the only place in in stores that someone can go to you can charge like whatever you want for a costume you know you can like people will buy it if you mark it up like ten dollars over offline because I mean, over online because you need to, like, you need to get a costume. Yeah, like nothing there is cheap either. How much? All the the stuff's expensive. It is. Like, like yeah, the costumes and like the masks and like they are not cheap. But like, I I don't know. I I didn't go there this year, but I'd imagine like they're like sixty dollars now because they can say supply chain stuff. I it, there has been. I mean, I'm sure they've had troubles like every other company this year with getting their supply chain figured out, but. I have a feeling they're still making a lot of money. Yeah, because I went there on a um, when was this? I guess this was Saturday. I was there on a Saturday night, right? I'm sure people were trying to look for stuff for like costume parties. Yeah, yeah. No, it was Friday night. Sorry, Friday night. Friday night. And it was so packed in there that like you could like barely move around the aisles. All yeah. the aisle, all the shelves were completely cleared off, and like there was just like a crazy line. Like it, there's a lot of people like go to them. They have so many locations, dude. And if every location yeah. is that packed in that run through by the end of Halloween, like I can only imagine that that's the, the amount of sales they're making with like costumes and stuff is just crazy. Cause I think it's like what, 16,000 locations or something like that. And I mean, you see them everywhere. You know, the fries over the hill that's just empty, the pyramid, like the one that was like Egypt themed. Do you know what I'm talking about? The fries, oh, the, electric, the electric store. Yeah. Yeah. So there's Spirit Halloween now. It's just, there's like any place like that. Spirit is just like there to pounce and like colonize it pretty much. It's it's kind of fun. <laughs> it's kind of funny seeing like oh I want whenever I see a place that just like um that the a tenant just moved out of. I'm like I wonder how long it's gonna be until Spirit Halloween is there. So I don't know. It's kind of a meme, but I mean I used to think Spirit was just like gonna be one of those dying businesses coming up and stuff like all the other like in-person stores i'm like oh this will just get beat by like amazon but for people like me that procrastinate getting a costume until like day of i think for that sole reason i think spirit's gonna be around for a very very long time pretty much as long as as halloween is celebrated i don't see them going anywhere yeah that makes sense. I mean, because it's like you can order stuff online, even with like one day shipping. It usually not fast enough. It's like if, <laughs> was... if you're looking for one day, if you're looking for one day shipping, you're already behind. Yeah, but... might as well just wait one more day. You know, just it's just like it'll, it'll work out. I'll figure something out. Leave that one up to future yeah. Sam. All right. <laughs> um, on world to some minnow tank. So, Maseo, I'll, I'll let you start off with your idea first before I go into mine. Okay. So. Here's my idea, right? So here, let me lead into this a little bit of a story, right? Yeah. So I was at Costco the other day, the heaven of everything great. Um, I was walking around Costco, right? And everything was going great except for one little thing. 
was that the wheel on my shopping cart was a hundred percent locked up on the right side, which kind of kept me swerving into aisles. Like, like if I would look away, it would swerve to the right. You know, how are you supposed to like? It was really Tokyo Drift when you can barely even control your car. Man. Yeah, I don't know about you, I but tr- I'm like <laughs> having a good time. Oh yeah, I'm whipping it around, <laughs> especially with like my 400 pounds of oversized groceries in there. Yes, sir. But um, and the uh, actually that's funny. Yeah, I was going down to the car and I like stood up on the shopping cart and I started turning into this like F150. Like it just it just swerved. And I was like, oh, okay, no more. And I had an idea, right? And it's a service company that only does routine maintenance on shopping carts at nighttime at nighttime <laughs> at nighttime because yeah. you know how would, how could you have no shopping carts in the day and they just come in they just take the wheels off clean out like the wheels mm-hmm. and put it back and i know the shopping cart companies okay i looked into this a little bit there's like a monopoly of shopping cart repairs huh by the shopping cart companies because they make them you know, like the ones at um the ones at Target, I think lock when you go too far away. Yeah, yeah. Some stores have those. Yeah, those are way harder to clean than like a Costco shopping cart mm-hmm. because they purposely make them hard to like tamper with. And so those companies have like monopolies over cleaning the shopping carts. But um, my I idea wonder if you could you like just... get those tools like somehow. You know how like Apple they have their like special like hex bits and everything. I wonder if you yeah, could you, yeah like find like find a counterfeit once and you could like go start this business out of like a van and just drive around to yeah, no, no. and and you can you can buy them from them for like oh, an absurd can. price yeah you can you can buy these tools and you can buy the manuals for a super high price there this isn't a completely new idea there are companies that like do like shopping cart maintenance mm-hmm. but they don't do like routine maintenance they do like oh the wheel broke we're gonna come put a new wheel on i'm saying just do like preventative maintenance you know just keep uh-huh. the shopping cart clean keep the wheels unfull of stuff and um, you could probably make like a couple of dollars a cart and you probably could teach anyone to do it or if you want to do it. I mean, that's cool I feel too, like but- what you like, this could be a good like one per one man business. So you just get a van yeah. like you get like a Ford Transit or something just so you look professional. You definitely don't need a Ford Transit to like store all of your like tools that are this big, but you run around in your Ford Transit going to every like grocery store, retail store that has shopping carts in your area. And you just like sign contracts with them like once a week, I'll come at night and I will clean all your shopping carts and stop them from breaking. And you just dart around and you just have like a rotation that makes it so you can like hit all these stores. And these are like steady income from like a subscription service basically. Yeah, that, that was kind of my thought. And then yeah. it was also like you can get deals with like you know like branches like mm-hmm. you get like all the safeways in your town or i'm sorry costco has an absurd amount of cards that's what i was thinking i was looking at it, I was just like, co- oh, this just is be the costco the, colonizer just just go yeah just go around to costco <laughs> and clean up their their cards i mean um, i don't know if you would make it how how you think you'd make money i wouldn't charge per cart i would just like give the store a no quote i would try charge to negotiate as a whole. that as high as you could yeah then, like, and like I think you could get like a store to pay you a very like I don't know how much you think a month is reasonable, at least five thousand, maybe more. Yeah, and it's like it. I don't think it's really grueling work. It's just like it's not you know just unscrewing the wheel, like wiping it out and screwing it back on. I'm trying and to if think you get how it down, is, like, but... 
Do you well, I think the way you scale it, any more people like <clears throat> under team and then just like yeah, I think you around? like you build up your team and you try to get like deals with like companies as a whole. Yeah, hmm. like like you trying to make it so you're doing every single Costco in America. You're cleaning all their wheels. But then you need like an army of. That's true, but I feel like if, once you get a contract that big, an army would be like not that expensive compared. Who so people right now? How it works is they, there's just no like people doing like preventative measures. People just like get repairs once their carts are broken. Yeah, it's it's like once every two years you take your shopping carts in and they blast them Give with a the power service. washer <laughs> and they changed out the wheels. It's, yeah, it's an no. actual thing. I was looking into it and it's like it's super expensive too. They can so you find you a way you figure out how long. much it costs when when they get them all cleaned at the end of the year. You divide that by twelve. You come every month or something maybe you divide it by 12 and add a little bit more or something and oh, then probably you come, more and then you come every month and you just wipe everything down and that way it keeps the the carts cleaner makes these businesses look more presentable especially like i don't know higher end places like new leaf and whole foods i'm sure that's something they'd be about so yeah Have you i just don't know i don't know if you want to scale <clears throat> it though i feel like this is like know. a local business you start yeah, but it could be, and it could be, like, pretty quick cash, you know? Yeah. And, like, your overhead cost probably isn't too huge. I guess just the, the tools and the yeah. time. You don't even need the, the car. I said Ford Transit because that's what I'd picture someone doing this in, but you don't need a car I can see for it. it. Yeah. You really have, like, one tool. <laughs> yeah. Right, you, 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 you. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, use one <laughs> screwdriver and a, and a thing of Clorox wipes. And you just, go, <laughs> and you just right. show up and you go to town. <laughs> Do you have anything else? Um. Should I? Jump into mine, or we can, can jump I can do yours, mine, then, and then we can go. The, like well, then I'll jump back to my. That's another cart related one. Okay, <laughs> I had a lot All of right. thoughts. So, um, here's my idea. So, upcoming at SoCal Hire. No, this is actually a lie. This is in um. This is gonna be in like February, but we. This is a for anyone. If I don't know if anyone listening to this is in student government. Um, I know a lot of people are students though, so you can go pitch this idea. Kind of just like S tier business move that we thought of. Um, we're making our theme for a homecoming red carpet night. And what what happens on red carpet night? What 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 gets what happens on the red carpet? People get their pictures taken, right? Yeah. The red carpet photo. So mm-hmm. what you do is you have a photo booth at this dance, all right? And what's what's always there's always something behind people on the red carpet. There's a big poster filled with advertisements. So here's the idea. Yeah. As a, at, at this high school dance, you print one of those big banners and you get a ton of like local businesses or something to sponsor the event and give you like food and stuff. I don't know. That was our plan. We're like, oh, we need food for this. How are we going to avoid paying for this? We're going to print out a big banner. And it's got their logo all over it. And then every single person that takes a photo on this night is going to have that logo behind them from this night they want to remember. <laughs> And then they're gonna go there. So, and if you if it's like something like food, if you get like a restaurant to sponsor, then everyone's trying your food. So I think this is a genius play for it's a win win for everyone. And if you make your theme like a red carpet Oscar night, then it just makes sense and it'll blend in. Otherwise, maybe not. But <laughs> I don't know. That was that was I. We just thought it fit too well. It was like, oh my gosh, red carpet night. Throw an advertisement behind it. Boom! It's more realistic. Wait, that's actually like a really good. Okay, first of all, it's a good theme. Yeah, yeah. <clears> but, um, I think the idea of putting like the 
the advertisements behind is so good because it like it'll add like a real red carpet effect. It'll make us look so legit. Yeah, and um, every single kids say what like four hundred kids go. Yeah, that means four hundred kids have their advertisements on their wall in their house on their yep. refrigerator. I or- saw my photos <laughs> from like last year's winter from like right here, so I don't know. It would totally work. Yeah, I have mine too. <laughs> that brings me into my next thing. All right. Okay. What was I just talking about? The dance photo booth. Mm-hmm. People make so much money off of setting up a photo booth with an iPad in it and standing there. I was talking to this kid, Kel, at our school who did this for like one event. Guess how much money he made standing there with a with an iPad in a, in a thing? Um, 400. He made $1,200. $1,200. I don't, wow. I don't know. Like, that's crazy to me. For us, we're paying $420 to get our like iPad in a case for our dance. So that's a photo booth. You know, it's just an iPad in a case. Um, so yeah. I don't know how how Cal was able to negotiate that, but however, he, whatever he did, good job because twelve hundred dollars for staying there is an absurd amount of money. I think something like that where you can just mark up like costs for like big events, like people's weddings, where when you add twelve hundred dollars, it doesn't even seem like a lot because they're already paying, you know, forty thousand dollars for everything else plus their like photographer and all that, or you could add it on if you're like a photographer or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. They don't, I just don't care bucks and I was like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> but I feel like maybe like in the grand scheme of like planning a party, twelve hundred isn't that much. Like yeah. maybe it's like maybe it's like a sixty thousand dollar wedding and then it's yeah. twelve hundred for a photo booth. And people, people want their like photos. The photo booth. Yeah, yeah, why not? Exactly. Yeah, the photo booth I remember last year at a winter form while the guy just like stood there and pressed the the timer button There's on like the a iPad. Printer in there. Yeah, exactly. And t- yeah, and he had a printer underneath it and he had a, a light set up. He just stood there and job, said, smile. Man. Yeah. I just feel I like a target employee right now. <laughs> <laughs> you want to move the mic so you can see the Jake from State Farm. <laughs> All right. Hit me with your next idea. Okay. So this might be stupid. But um, so you know cart collecting, right? But like you know, like 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 the carts, like the little collection trays, like in the parking, parking lot. Lots. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right. So, have you ever seen them like latch that little pushy thing onto the cart? I'm talking. It's, about, like, it's a big metal. It's like a big metal machine that they put on the back of like the rope. Yeah, carts. I think I have seen that. I have seen that. And it, I'm assuming it just like I think it's like a little motor. So that's it's like a cyst. I think it's for like the yeah, people it's like, who aren't like strong enough to just push them themselves. No, I, I yeah, but I think every store has. It's probably like a worker law or something. You Maybe, have to have them. Yeah. I've seen it every store. But um, those machines are like twenty grand or more. Right? Really? Yeah. These little pushy machines. I have one right here. It this one is sixteen thousand <laughs> for just a little cart pusher, right? Okay. But um, my thought is is with that much money, right? You can make an automated one that could just go pick up the carts and bring them back into the store. You could totally right? do it's, that for for sixteen grand. There's plenty of space to work with. Like a self-driving, um, yeah, and cart. Collector. Why does a person have to do that? That's gonna happen. No, that's that's, that's a one hundred. It's, it's a hundred gonna happen. But like when you look it up, it's not a thing yet. I'm sure people, I'm sure people are working on it, or it's been done. It's, no, but, that's um, going to happen though. Once self-driving cars are a thing, the the self-driving cart collector is a hundred. It's, it's gonna happen. It's just a matter of time. Yeah, it's just like 
why wouldn't it work you know i think machine learning and ai is going to replace like so many things like that stuff that like yeah, totally like that just has like a, a, a job that it repeats i mean we already see it with the vacuum robot right like your, well, your i robot your roomba yeah. it that already like it's it's the same idea for like stuff that's like repetitive um i guess you are dealing with like more obstacles and stuff than you would normally in like a parking lot than in your house but i don't know if if yeah if cars can drive themselves eventually then uh, i think that uh you'd be able to do the same thing with a, a cart collector yeah i, I thought the cart collector would be easier than a car you know it's like yeah you just have to follow it's just to follow a path and just detect if someone's car is in front of them i think the way you take this to the next level is you eliminate the i don't you eliminate the cart maybe by just having an automated grocery store those exist right people have like tried that like a grocery store where i don't know i think it'll be more widespread in the future but instead of like walking around you like select what you want on like an ipad and like a robot will go like fetch it for you and then like come back oh i've seen it like japanese 7-eleven at least <laughs> at least renderings of that or the other one is like the other way you can bring tech into the grocery store is like how what what is it amazon's um the one where you just walk in grab oh, some walk yeah, out yeah, and it charges you drop in your cart account. and it charges to your yeah because they have like 50 million cameras in there that are like watching you watching your every move it's kind of scary but um Sorry. i don't know <laughs> i guess you gotta skip the checkout process which isn't terrible. I don't know. But I feel like checkout isn't such a hassle, but I don't know. What do you think yeah. is more was more what would you prefer as a consumer? Would you rather have the checkout process automated so you just walk in, grab what you want, walk out? Or would you want the walking to be automated? So a robot goes and gets all your groceries out of like a big storage facility thing with a big tracks. vending machine basically a big vending machine like a, a vending machine the size of a grocery store so it can go and get you everything yeah i don't know it's just like i feel like i'm neither I, I feel like I, I want my instacart <laughs> like my, i think yeah, maybe that's, that's what's your gonna house. happen maybe you have automated instacart so you oh, instacart you something and instead of a shopper running around and getting you everything you have a giant warehouse that just has like everything, um, all your groceries in like just a, a giant warehouse. And there's like a robot that will go and get things and, and put them into bags. And then I don't know, a, it could just be a, someone would get delivered to your house somehow with whatever latest delivery technology we have, be that like self-driving cars, drones, who knows? I feel like yeah. that's what, what I would prefer. I don't like, I feel like when you grocery shop, the chances that you like, unless they, as a cons, uh, for me, I feel like I don't, I don't like walking around the grocery store. One, because it takes time, but two, because you impulse buy a lot of stuff that you know you shouldn't get. Like you are so much more likely to buy some like junk food that you don't, that you know you don't want to buy if you're like you're more likely to get it when it's you're in person and it's in front of you than if you're ordering it on your phone. So for that reason, yeah, I feel like that's true. I don't know a lot of. I would prefer ordering stuff. I don't know. Impulse purchases go down, which I admit might be bad for the grocery stores, but it's also like they've automated their whole thing. So you don't. Have to yeah, I guess wages. you'd be a lot more um, terrible. <laughs> you'd be more like you'd be more self-aware if you were like ordering on your phone. You're like looking at your cart 
Like, ah, oh, I, I didn't really see everything there. Much stuff. Like, oh man, I really have to tuck those donut holes underneath that bag. Yeah. Of salad? Like, does that really yeah. need to be there? No, I don't. Like, um, well, wow. Um, yeah, I'll go really quick. I think I know like Whole Foods. Yeah. And, like they have like food delivery. Yeah. It's really good. Like a lot of times we go like on vacation and stuff, we'll get it to the hotel room. And it's like like grocery delivery, like food delivery. Yeah, it's like grocery delivery. Yeah. But it's like it's like super quick. Or um Whole Foods grocery pickup is really good. Like you literally you pull up to the front of the Whole Foods, you click like I'm here on the app and you open yeah, up your trunk. I just think like come, that's like put it in the trunk and you drive off. I just think that if like how much does that cost? I think the, the pickup's free. That's actually crazy. Yeah. Though it's free. Yeah. But I guess oh, you are shopping at Whole Foods, so like. But you're shopping at Whole Foods. They're, they're yeah. still making money. But like, I'm thinking like the Knob Hill, like some the Knob Hill Safeway type thing. Imagine just like a like they make that so it's just cheap, and a robot does it. So then it's like you don't you're not paying a human. Yeah. And does Amazon that kinda... do that with Amazon Fresh? Or yeah, that's hmm? that's because Amazon Amazon Fresh was Whole Foods. But you can order groceries on Amazon. Yeah, they'll deliver they ship... it in like a cooler box. But don't they ship from Whole Foods? Oh, they ship in like an Amazon. Oh, maybe box? they do ship from Whole Foods actually. Yeah, I, don't I feel know. like maybe having in the multiple... bigger cities near the warehouses they they do that. I don't know. I think if in every big city you put a warehouse that is like robots flying around picking out groceries for people and then you deliver it, like that's I I don't I don't know. Then you'd save so much time not having to go grocery shopping. Are we seeing drone deliveries? Yeah, those seen, are they're like it's a thing and um like. Texas, right? Are they doing it in Texas Arizona. right now? I, Arizona. I think it's, everything, when in doubt, it's they tested in Phoenix, pretty much. Anything like self-driving <laughs> cars, drones, nukes, I don't know. It's always yeah, in I, Phoenix. <laughs> I saw a video, and it was just a drone, like, flying to a backyard and a lot of nothingness around it. I was guessing Texas, but I Arizona. I like the self-driving sense. drone, like, is, I mean, the, the drone delivery is just, like, one, your package can only be so big. I mean, those drones, like, can they're not, like, they cannot carry that much weight. Two, you have to like find a way to like get it to the ground. So you either have to find a clear place to land the drone. You either have to just like drop the package from however high up, or like lower it down with a cable. And all of that is so complicated to the point where I'm like, I don't know. Can you just yeah dr- get get it there in a conventional way by like driving it or something? <laughs> but yeah, but I feel like it is cool though because they have zero zero cost to get it there. Right, like electricity doesn't cost them yeah probably anything i mean the drones kinda... are expensive though probably yeah it's so, like the overhead would be are they automatic or are they like piloted by someone right now i'm praying they're automatic <laughs> yeah if they're if they're piloted by someone that makes no sense but no because then you're paying someone probably more than minimum wage to fly it yeah i know they feel like a good drone pilot but i don't know i still think that like the drone delivery service i just don't know how scalable it is and stuff yeah and like you're basically I, i'm sure they charge a lot because those drones are expensive you're probably like doubling the cost of whatever thing you need like quickly but that's maybe true. that's worth it for some people but it, it would know. be kind of cool though to like order something on, yeah like maybe like like, like we're saying when you need a costume party you order the shirt you need for your costume party and you and you want you like track it as it flies through the sky <laughs> towards your house and it just drops on your front yard like that'd be pretty cool i, I think know that in, um, go ahead sorry um, yeah, in like some big cities, they have two-hour delivery. You mm-hmm. heard about that? It's yeah, like two-hour yeah. Amazon delivery. It's, it's sick. And that's like, is a drone really any better than that? 
It's, it's not. I feel like most of the time, the difference between 15 minutes and two hours is not worth, like, paying a ton extra. Yeah, I don't like even know if the Like, 15 minutes would... is the point of urgency where, like, you're having an emergency and you should probably be, like, ordering an ambulance <laughs> rather than a, a drone to, like, deliver you some whatever. I feel like most of the time, you know two hours in advance if you're going to need something. Is that safe to say? I don't know. Um, yeah, that's pretty fair. I know. I just think anything flying, like drones, their flight times are short. Their ranges aren't super far. The economies of scale aren't there just because yeah. your drone can only carry so much, you know, on like a, a van that can carry like a lot. Um, I don't know. Flying stuff is also just like more dangerous, especially That's in true. cities where there's like obstacles and there's going to hit birds, buildings, something like that. Yeah. Same reason why I think flying cars won't ever be a thing like no, widespread like flying no. it's just not gonna happen you can't trust people flying around it's like if, if it's like if an airplane it's it's basically like if you had a highway of helicopters like that would no it's not gonna work so yeah if people if people can't stop crashing in their normal cars they're not gonna be able to do it in flying cars so well, i mean maybe like self-driving flying cars would be a thing maybe because because you know like self-driving is like less likely to make faults when it's surrounded by other self-driving cars. yeah that's true that is true but they could all like talk to each other you know yeah like, keep enough distance i guess but then like I... that seems extreme that seems like um i forgot the word i'm looking for it just seems like too futuristic i still like i don't know people should just like accept public transportation <laughs> <laughs> i won't talk about that here but um yeah i don't know the this the drone delivery service is a big is a big maybe i feel like just doesn't have the economies of scale do you want to yeah. should i take this moment to do a lesson on economies of scale so people can understand i feel like this is like some fundamental economics that that everyone listening to this should understand i'm gonna do that i feel like we don't do sure. enough of like Still explaining like basic fundamental stuff all right welcome back to teen finance today we're gonna be teaching about economies of scale Maceo, pretend you're like a dumbass who doesn't know what this is. Ask me what it works. Sam, what's economies of scale? <laughs> I'm glad you asked. Economies oh, of scale you? is the general idea that if you make, let's say you're trying to make a ham and cheese sandwich, all right? Okay. How much would it cost you to make that ham and cheese sandwich if you had to do everything yourself, okay? You have to go raise a pig, and then you have to kill the pig, and then you have to go start a farm, so you can grow some like lettuce and then you also have to buy a cow so you can get like milk to turn into cheese and then you have to have like chickens that can lay eggs so you can make mayo and then you have to like have a wheat farm and a and a, and a factory to turn this wheat into into bread and then get your get like a giant oven to to bake your bread in and then you can make your sandwich versus if you're making a hundred, a ton of these sandwiches, like sell to people, or you're making the ingredients, all of a sudden, like now, let's say you want to make a sandwich, you go to the store and you buy your ingredients and you make a sandwich. But even then, like when you're going to the store, you're not buying like one slice of cheese, one thing of one slice of ham or something to make your sandwiches. You're buying them in bulk because it wouldn't make sense to sell them in, in those little quantities because you want to scale up. So basically, it's that's the reason why it's like this is why humans trade and interact with each other and why everyone has different jobs that they do it's all related to the economies of scale and how it gets way more effective and cheaper to produce goods when you're doing it on a large level 
So whenever you hear people talking about, a lot of times you'll hear people saying like, oh, once the economies of scale catch up, when they're talking about like, what's what's like a, a new example I could say? Like, like, like food grown in labs or something like that. I don't know. You're like, oh, once like the economies of scale go up, then I mean, it'll be cheaper and it'll be more accessible. So that's something you hear quoted often. It's good to know what that means. So you're not just in the dark. Was that a good explanation with the the sandwich? Yeah, it was good. I don't I don't know how else I'd say it. Just yeah, you explain. I like yeah. I kind of explained it better. I know like I know the idea. I just I can't think of how to explain it. I I think the the analogy is the best way to explain it. But basically, like it's the reason why your 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 sandwich doesn't cost like a hundred dollars. Why it costs like two bucks if you go to buy one. And that's actually not true. <laughs> probably cost more than that now <laughs> inflation man it's catching <laughs> up to us all right um say do you have any more business ideas on your uh, it's mm, fine if, if not no no i'm out, I'm out of ideas those, those are my all cart right. related ideas <laughs> i might we're 30 minutes in should i should i go one more should i save it what do you think um uh, we could save it okay i'll save it this is a good idea. So when we have a guest on, I wanna I wanna pitch it. Um, I think I think we're gonna wrap here. This is a quick episode. Masaya, we we have we have a lot of stuff to do, man. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Before we have, we go to that party. Um, all right. We'll see you next week. Mark Collins. No Friday episode this week. I think. I think we'll just. Uh, yeah, probably not. Next Tuesday, we'll see ya. Um, that's it. Mark Collins, Teen Finance out. Yeah.